Hey y'all, we're the Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm here with Squeaks. Squeaks! <laughs> that was just a bunch... head shake this time around. Yeah, of course, it was a big head shake, guys, for those of you who are not watching the YouTube version. By the way, go check out our YouTube channel. It's popping off now, so I'm happy with that. We have headlines and stuff like that going good over there, so we just had a video blow up because I was talking about all the PlayStation announcements, which we'll do again right now and talk about our favorite <laughs> ones. We're also going to be talking about the HBO rebrand. Uh, we have a review for Tears of the Kingdom, stuff like that. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, first, Squeaks, what have you been playing? Playing that of like yeah, like everybody else now, right now. Yeah. Playing that Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, baby. You yeah. should see me when I'm playing, man. I got like all my seven like amiibo Zelda amiibos up there lined up. Oh, so every day, person. every morning, every time, I'm like click on the mouse or on the uh, mouse, duh, on the uh, my Pro Controller, Zelda Pro yeah. Controller, by the way, Tears of the Kingdom Pro Controller. Of course, maybe get all this stuff. So if I can't duplicate my shit no more, right from this patch, then I gotta get it some other way. You know, so. that's a biggie right there. Is like my my entire TikTok feed and Instagram feed is just people showing duplication stuff or the random things they built. The random things they built is actually what's really attracting me to the game. I, I haven't bought it, but I might because of that. Yeah, they like the creativity is just is it's wild, and my brain can't handle it. I'm here like I'm stuck. Okay, if I take this piece of wood, maybe I could just turn it this way. No, other people are just like, oh, hey, you're stuck. Here's the castle. I'm like, what yeah. the shit? <laughs> Flying motorcycle instantly. Like, ah, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, I didn't think about that. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. By the way, Good next game. episode, uh, we don't have Geek Freaks interviews this summer because we go to conventions. And if you guys are in the Northern California area, June 17th, we'll be at the Sinister Con here in Sacramento. So come hang out with us. It's a horror themed Comic Con. Oh, so dope. come hang out with us on that one. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, I, I, I've i heard that there's going to be actual, like, horror actors there. I'm like, ooh, that's going to be dope. Oh, hope, shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping we okay. get some good ones. Oh, so I yeah, need to meet Freddy. To that. That's my, like, life goal right there. Is to meet Freddy oh, Cougar. man. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, is there, I mean, I know, obviously, we only know this, but the location for that is the, like, I don't know the exact place. I'll have to look it up again. Okay. I don't know, okay. but it's in Sacramento. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Oh, man. I need to Guys, come hang out with us. So we don't have the interviews coming out because of the conventions, but. Our next episode, I want to make sure you guys are all there for. We're going to be talking about Diablo 4 and getting you ready for that, all the things coming up. And we're talking about BlizzCon, our plans for it, and what you guys' predictions for the next expansion for the Warcraft, next big seasons for Overwatch 2, if anybody's still playing that game after what happened recently. Um, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. And <laughs> the, the chest right there. Shots. Right, right in the chest. Are you playing Overwatch 2? Are you no, now just now like, I'm, I'm done with that game? No, I'm confirming it. I'm... And one, I haven't downloaded it at all. So I like, okay. which is insane because I put a lot yeah. of time in Overwatch 1 and really looking forward to 2. So in that time frame of 2 kind of being the same to 1, yeah, I'm calling it. I think everybody kind of knows that now. Um, I was like, you know what? I'll wait for the PvE. I'll, I'll download it. That's what I'm really going to get into. And then, of course, I'll do some multiplayer. Uh, I think a lot of that was just being deterred by other video games at the time. Why would I come back yeah. to something that's basically the same thing that I've already been playing? There's nothing new about it, you know? Yeah, and And the- one day I will. And that day probably being before like BlizzCon or whatever. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm gonna be hyped up for it. So like damn it, I even gotta tell the truth to myself. Um But yeah, I'm so slapped in the face, so hurt that this got yeah. the PvE got canceled. I feel like it's more of a oh man, it, I don't know. It's like a, a, a crazy breakup or something. It That's feels like half the game news. is gone all of a sudden, and I yeah. spent thirty bucks to get early access to it. Then I'm like, can I get my thirty bucks back? Cause my oh. whole thing was I was excited to be able to play as Reinhardt going through his medieval castles yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Like that was awesome sounding. And we played in 2019, guys. You and me played some <laughs> yeah. of the actual campaign that was planned. And it was like, this looks finished. Can we get this in the game yeah. now? And in Overwatch One. And now they're canceling it all. I was like, release what I just played. <laughs> it was Yeah, good. literally. I thought it was totally Yeah, because you could have fooled me if it was like still this insane amount of development, which is fucking insane that it hasn't been released since we played it last. But uh it it uh I don't know, man. I felt like literally crazy to sound, but I felt like broken when it got announced yeah. that. And I felt like what kind of just Blizzard, just a disservice to their people. I mean, to their yeah. uh, customers, like the fans really, you know? And that's what makes me want to be like, I'm not buying Diablo, but yeah. we'll see when that comes out. I'm <laughs> buying Diablo. I'm debating same, between same... collector's edition or normal edition. That's my whole thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just like pisses me off that it's like, man, I'm going to support this. I don't know. I'm going too much with it, but I think like I'm supporting this company that's been being let us, letting us down for so long that I'm sick of it. So 
also i love them I'm so i'm it. in a really tough relationship right now i know <laughs> i wish I somebody know, would save me i know it's the girlfriend that keeps breaking up with you, but then like, oh, when she wants you back, and you're like, okay, I'm here for you, baby. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, it's gonna right just now. happen again, you know. Uh, I hear a lot of the problems with like Overwatch stuff like that is the fact that a lot of the developers are leaving the company because Blizzard's like, hey, you guys got to come back to the office now, and they're like, well, if you're gonna make us come back to the office, which is a big reason why Blizzard was awesome recently, then we're gonna go to Riot, who's paying more or something like that. So mm, they're yeah. kind of having a problem with a lot of people leaving for other companies just because. Blizzard's making people come back to the office. Yeah, and, props uh, to Riot, though. Yeah, Riot's dope. <laughs> Alright, let's go over some quick pieces of the news real fast. Uh, John Wick uh, 5 is already now in development, and we have, a, we have a spinoff and the TV show coming up, so they're expanding the John Wick universe. Did you watch John Wick 4 yet? I don't think I've seen 4 yet. No, yeah. I think the last one I've seen was 3. Yeah. It's like yeah, just now sure. hitting streaming, so I'll start watching it. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I was waiting for that. No. Yeah, man, I'm surprised this thing's still going, actually. You know what? If they can make Fast and the Furious who knows what, then I'm down for that. Which By the way, we're going to be talking about that as well, guys. to that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God, what's her name? The like main character, the female character from Fast and the Furious. Did you Ms. see where she was talking shit about Marvel? Yeah, but okay. Are we going to get into that right now? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, so I kind of like get what she's saying, right? But then I kind of get the shit talking, right? Because we're way past fucking what Fast and the Furious needs to be. They went to space. Yeah. Yeah. But my thing is like, okay, at least Fast and the Furious is like a one to ten where it's easy. You're just going to pick it up and you're yeah. going to like do the things. Marvel where it's just, it feels like it's scattered everywhere and everything feels like, I mean, I say it multiple times, like Captain America Civil War was basically just a bunch of heroes. And it's like, does it really Captain America's movie? Probably not. No, it's Avengers um, 2.5. So I kind of get a little bit to to her extent. But it is funny, though, because at the same time, everybody talks shit like, yeah, we already way past the, the lifespan of Fast and the Furious. <laughs> you know, and, like, it's, and I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I really like you not because of Fast and Furious because of a D&D. &D. And so uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping that that becomes his whole franchise. So I'm like, uh, don't, don't talk smack because I really want you to come yeah. back and fight that beholder next. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. God, right. Um, uh. I loved her for so long, dude. I think she's, uh, man, amazing. I had a crush on her way back in the, even the back in the time where she appeared on like Resident Evil 1. Yeah, Resident Evil 1. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh, baby girl. Um, but uh, <laughs> she, uh, I mean, I get, I get what she's saying at the same time though. But at least there's an end with Fast. It's got two more movies. Two more movies, yeah, because part 10 is part 10, 1, 2, and 3, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a trilogy to end it all. Which I heard there might be a spinoff also, right? I think maybe. Of course there will be. Yeah, so. All they gotta do is have cars, like, fight each other and it's, uh, you know, boom. man. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Equal to Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's All funny, right. though. Funny, though. Funny comments. Next up, <laughs> HBO's Game of Thrones spinoff starring Kit Harrington is in early development. They're working on the script already. And uh, we learned that the Hedge Knight, which is. Actually, you've read The Hedge Knight. You know The Hedge Knight. Yeah. They're going to be actually following the book strictly in the fact that there will be three seasons, one for each book. Uh, for the people who have, don't know about Hedge Knight, can you kind of break down what that story is without spoiling anything? Uh, yeah, it's a long, young lad, right? <laughs> no, basically, <laughs> uh, he's a, what do you call it? Like, I guess you could say a princess? Squire? No. Yeah, squire, yeah. Uh, and he follows uh, one of, you know, his, I'm, I'm not naming all the terms, so you got to help me out here. Right. Uh, uh, I'm thinking is... Jedi Master. Okay, okay so there we go. Yeah, yeah, it's a Padawan following a Jedi. Yeah. yeah, basically, and then he gets uh okay. Well, something happens to him, and he takes up that shield, and he gets into these tournaments, and he's basically like a brute guy. Um, um, I think even sometimes it's referenced to where he's kind of ugly and shit, but he's like a yeah giant animal. It's Brianna Tarth's uh, ancestor. Hey, okay. Um, see, see, look at that. Even though the yeah, whole tree, I'm and adding stuff yeah, to it. <laughs> Uh, and they'll enter tournaments, get famous from like, you know, being so like strong and, uh, you know, whatever, winning tournaments, trying to like not do any spoilers. And then yeah, he yeah. makes a name for himself, you know, deal with the truth. I think we could, I think we could spoil <laughs> the main thing is his new okay. apprentice, his new squire ends up being Luke Skywalker. I mean, uh, Targaryen. <laughs> I was going to say, hold on, what? <laughs> Well, as you explain it, I'm like Jedi. You know, I'm like, you yeah. know what? That could be Qui Gon. Oh, you know what? That could be Obi Wan Kenobi. Actually, uh, uh, you're just like it in this like uh, in this arena battle, and everybody's picking their weapons. Next thing you hear, you're like, you're like what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so what the squire is the um, 
uh, Mad King? Is that what you're saying? No, it's or, not Mad King. It's, a, it's actually, I think it's his, his dad. It's Aegon. Uh, it's one of the Aegons. Fucking like, yeah. There's like, them. dude, reading yeah. Blood and Fire, I'm just like, what fucking Aegon are we on? Like they keep you they seriously the need same a favorite name. tree when you're reading that book. It's a really good book, though. I like the book yeah. A lot, I'm just but. I'm just reading it, and whatever happens happens when it comes to the names now. Because I'm at a point where like everyone's named the same. So how far <laughs> yeah. in are you on that book? Uh, I'm into like 200s area. Okay, so pretty okay. early still. But in the same area then. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I think I'm beyond that then. But yeah, I'm I'm like okay. beyond House of the Dragon now. So I'm at that point. Oh, okay, man. I tell you what, though, there needs to be a series with the original. Um, they're talking Aegon about and the it. sisters. They're, yeah, they're talking right, about it, yeah. and a lot of people want Henry Cavill to play the original Egg on the Conqueror. Yeah, Henry could just play anything. <laughs> I know, but him with his two sisters, like just ripping apart all of Westeros. Oh, oh man, I want to see that so bad. Oh yeah. God, I'm just <laughs> like, then, oh, well, the story's over for me now. That was it. You've got his two <laughs> sons. One down. that's like really good at diplomacy, but he's a little wiener, and then you got. Yeah. Yeah. Magar, who's like, oh, yeah, that guy's yeah. a brute. <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah, I just man. want to see that that trio. Uh, that is so sick. But yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Next, Nintendo removes the duplication problems out of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Luckily, some of us who watched our TikToks were ahead of it and didn't update their system. <laughs> hey, I, w- I think I was ahead of the TikTok. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> Uh, I put that out there as fast as possible. When I saw it, like, oh no, because all of my feed is all about duplicating stuff. So um, oh, if you man. guys haven't yet, it's like patch 1.12 or something like that. Don't update your system. That way you could duplicate things in uh, Legend of Zelda still. Man. I like, oh, I like all the heroisms coming out of people like, well, you know, that's not what the game was made in. You know, if you want to one shot everything, what's the point? Man, fuck off, bro. I'm trying to turn this shit into easy mode. You know, you know, it's combat's a little tough, right? Okay. Of course. It feels like the boss battles are fine, but when it gets to like, okay, here's a swarm of enemies, you're one shot basically. So it's like, mm-hmm. in terms of combat, you turned it into an elder elder ring. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, give me some advantage, man. You well, don't let me pick the setting too, and the difficulty. <laughs> the big thing with like Breath of the Wild staying power was the fact that people kept breaking the game and having fun with it. Like that's where like after the yeah. initial beating, everybody got, and then you could tell with Tears of the Kingdom, they're like, what if we let them beat the game by breaking it a little bit? So you were able to build random things from things you find. Like, it feels like yeah. you're allowed to cheat in this one a little bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just doing that again. Like, of course, that's what you're going to do. <laughs> and the Switch is so damn busted that it's easy to, to cheat with that console. So, oh, goodness. The new oh, goodness. Switch. oh, goodness. Get me all Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> you're not invited to the next treehouse, sir. <laughs> no. The treehouse. The treehouse. <laughs> That's right, we're going to Xbox. Never mind, I'm not going to Xboxes. They got oh, shit yeah, going anyway. On. Anyway. Oh, my Ooh, God. Man, when's, their, when's their showcase coming up? It's on June 11th, and we're going to live stream it as well, like we did with the PlayStation 1. They better bring something, because I think a lot of people are over hearing anything about Star, Starfleet? Star, Starfield, yeah. Starfield. And, oh, man. They better... This is their last hope. Bro, uh, Kotaku, IGN, everybody's like, Xbox has to show something amazing, or they're done. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, but yeah, I, that, I can't think yeah. of anything good. Even at that, it better not be a teaser. It better be some legit shit. I don't need no. to see a fable little CGI trailer like they did many yeah. years ago. So I, I want a release that, date, uh, and yeah. I want you to stick to that release date, please. Yeah. Holy shit! Are they like? And, and you know what? Screw Phil Spencer on making the comment saying that oh, exclusives aren't going to bring people over, or that's not going to be our our what's going to help whatever because. Try to find good words here, right? Because I'm mad about uh, you've, it. I've already yeah. know I'm gonna have to take out about 15 <laughs> f bombs so far. So don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, man, and I don't even have an Xbox. So I don't know why I have to feel passionate about for this. But yeah, you still play it on PC. You're right, sir. Okay, I have yeah, I have a PC. Okay, and I'm playing Halo on it. But at times, if you were to say, um, Halo's exclusive to Xbox, or especially Gears of War, that's a big one for me. Gears of yeah. War only on Xbox. Yeah, yeah, bro. It is gonna make me go buy an Xbox, okay? And For if sure. you turn off, I like. There's not way, like, at least in my my life right now. I mean, eventually, like, I'll, I would have to make that move. If Gears of War, because that's one of my main games on Xbox, is only on an Xbox and I can't play it on PC, I'm I'm eventually gonna buy an Xbox just for that game. Yeah. Okay, like that's crazy to make that statement. Well, and then like uh, if you go anyway. and buy the system because you want, for like example, I'm playing the play, I'm playing everything on PS5 yeah. now, right? And thank God, because, man, God of War, outstanding. All these games are outstanding yeah. on PS5. But then when Jedi Fallen Order comes out, nope, Survivor, I mean, 
comes out mm-hmm. and I have to pick where I'm going to play it on. It was like, well, I'm not going to go buy an Xbox for that. Yeah, I'll exactly. play it on my PS5. But if you yeah. made a game that made me buy that Xbox, then I personally, I prefer the Xbox controller. I would have played it over there for you guys. So yeah. the exclusives get people to buy the console and then they have the option to buy other games on your system. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right now that's not an option for me because I'm not going to buy an Xbox right now until you guys come up with something that's worth getting. Halo Infinite, which by the way, like everybody's calling like the middest game ever. I liked it, but it was I haven't touched it since. And that was supposed to be your big anchor for your Xbox launch, and it's a dud. Nobody yeah, cares about it is. anymore. That's a shame. So I think it's a good game, but it was a dud. Yeah. So unfortunate. And yeah. you're right though, when it comes to between consoles. So last generation, um, you know, the PS4 was my baby, but I had an Xbox One. And an yeah. X, my Xbox was in the living room. And that was a confirmed that any sports game or anything that was multiplayer was always going to be on the Xbox. So that were there was that like pulling me into buying the third parties and not just exclusives. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's it's just a stupid ass statement. Yeah. God. Yeah. I don't really like Phil Spencer, but that's just that's just ignorant to the situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on yeah. I agree yeah. that you guys' game pass and like that's long term really good move, but you're still gonna sell an Xbox. For sure. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to our next thing here. Uh, Thunderbolts production is paused. A lot of Marvel productions are paused. A lot of all productions are paused. This is all due to the WGA strike. That's not affecting any of the release dates yet. Um, personally, I'm cool with you guys waiting. Here's my problem. Deadpool, they started filming this week. And because of the strike, Ryan Reynolds is not allowed to ad-lib any lines at all in the movie. Crazy. Damn. <sighs> Man, because I'm sure there's probably a lot in the other, the first two where he's just swinging it, getting in his dimple mood, right? Mode. So I think, oh man, I don't know. I think that might be an issue unless you got really some, he's working in the background on some stuff, maybe with, with whoever's doing it or. Yeah, I think they should just one. wait on filming the movie. Probably, I'm okay. With, probably, I'm so tired yeah. of Marvel movies coming out too fast anyways. So I'm cool with you delaying these as long as you guys <laughs> nail them. They fired, by the way, the director for, I think it was Secret Invasion, because he was the director for Ant-Man, the latest Ant-Man movie. And they're uh, like, no, you're not in charge of any more Marvel movies, especially an Avenger. <laughs> and but so you they know got what, rid of though? How much influence, we talk about this all the time, how much influence does Disney or Marvel have on top of the director? You know? I... They have less than they used to. Back in the Joss Whedon days, they were basically making all the calls. But now exactly. it's less. Okay, I mean, if if that's the case, then yeah, shame on the director. But if not, then it's like, well, you don't even give the freedom to these directors to do what they want. And that's if that, true. But if that's wrong, if that's a wrong statement though, and he did get the freedom, then yeah, I think I still the point. I think, I think in between was all his, but like at the end, Kang needs to be a viable option, which now is not right because of Jonathan Majors. We don't know what's going on with that, but mm, um, yeah. I think they still had to make sure, like, hey, you have to land it to where Kang might be coming back, and we have to see all these Kings and stuff like that. So it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I honestly like honestly, yeah. If you did, if you made Ant Man, I don't think you need to be making anything else Marvel. To be honest <laughs> with you, time, time for you to go back to indie movies. <laughs> oh man, everybody's got to slow their rolls and just kind of just take your time with these movies. Like the Blade movie keeps getting people oh, switched man. out on, and I'm kind of thinking that's not going to happen now, really. Oh god. Speaking of Marvel, we learned that Elizabeth Olsen confirmed that Daniel Craig's actually was supposed to be part of the Doctor Strange movie, Multiverse of Madness. Um, but was cut. But they actually already had like costume design already done and like that. He's supposed to play Balder the Brave. He was going to be kind of like part of the Illuminati, but like their version of Thor was going to be Balder. I'm hoping they bring him back because Daniel Craig, like he, everybody, like people who don't watch Glass Onion or something like that, think that he's like the serious 007 type. No, he is a Dorcas. Like yeah, that dude yeah. is so chill. <laughs> to have him in the MCU would be oh so fun. I think he would be great in the MCU. So hopefully they bring him in. Yeah, for sure. Especially anything with like a big name like that to add like this. It's almost like if, you know, like not saying they're amazing, these expandable movies, right? Yeah. They're just naming, they're just getting the biggest names in Hollywood and putting them in one. So that would be really entertaining (laughs) just to see that. Yeah. Becoming the Marvel way. Hey, before we go any farther, I want to give a quick shout out to Magic Mind. Magic Mind is this new productivity drink that's been helping me stay focused in the morning when I'm doing all this podcast editing and working on all the network stuff. I've been using Magic Mind for about a week now, and I've noticed a big difference in my productivity. I'm able to focus for longer periods of time, and I'm not getting as tired as I used to be. I'm not that two o'clock slump, you know? 
I'm also more creative and motivated because it elevates your mood, keeps you relaxed while staying focused and energized. It's a really good mix. So if you're looking for a way to boost your productivity, I highly suggest you check out Magic Mind. It's made with a blend of natural ingredients that have been clinically proven to improve focus, energy, and mood. And it tastes great too. You just got to mix it real well. You mix it, tip it upside down. You'll see, okay, everything's mixed well. Drink it up with your coffee. You're good to go. I literally drink mine and they are Autobots roll out. Time to get to work done. For the next 10 days, if you guys go to magicmind.com slash geekf and use code geekf20, you get 50% off your subscription. That's a, that's a deal, guys. So go check it out. Try it out. Let me know that you tried it out and we can compare notes because I really am digging this stuff. I actually used it when I was playing video games too. Jedi Survivor. I just boom, took my magic mind, my coffee, and I was playing and did not check Twitter. <laughs> Can you match? Like that's, if you know me, that's a big deal. <laughs> so yeah, check it out, guys. Let me know what you think. All right, let's go ahead and get into the news. Um, all right, moving on to Mortal Kombat 1 is announced. It is going to be a sort of reboot to the, to the <laughs> franchise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, first off, what do you think about that? And then we'll talk about the guests. Guest fighters. So one, that trailer just yeah. plays. I can't believe they went. <laughs> I can't believe they went that far with that trailer. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh, just chills, goosebumps. Think you know, like reimagining it in my in my head right now. Um, I thought it was a. I thought it was dope. I think. Uh, I thought to have the reset when we saw the clock and kind of skip twelve back to one. I was like, yeah. okay, this is nice. Uh, I think it's what it, the, the whole story needed that really bad. Okay, good. Okay, because I, when I brought up a story to someone else, they're like, "Who plays fighting games for a story?" What the fuck? I mean, come on. I know there's a, there's a lot of content. I can at least play the campaign. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's uh, kind of known for its crazy, crazy story. Though, like that's, oh, that's like Metal Gear Solid. Like it's known for its crazy good story, like big. You know. Yeah, it, it, it was just getting too much of the whole um, time and dimensions and shit and whatever. And uh, it's nice to have this like refresh. So yeah. I thought the trailer was amazing. Uh, now I'm in a conflict. So the conflict is, I have a digital PS5. I will be buying this on uh, fighting games. I like to play on the base screen on the controller. Uh, but I have the collector's edition pre-ordered with the statue. Uh-oh. And I have my scorpion statue from collectors. I think this is Mortal Kombat X. Uh, there and like, damn, that looks so nice with each other. So now I got to be like, all right, I'm really going to buy this game physical and have to buy this game digital. Yeah. And now like trade in the game or sell the game to make it at least somewhat knocked off or whatever. So it's going to be expensive buy for me in this Mortal Kombat, but is it worth it? Hell yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah. So what do you think? Is this going to be something that you're going to be picking up and try to like not learn these combos or what, man? I'm not a fighting game guy, but I think I've got to pick up this one. Because okay. we have Street Fighter as well and Tekken 8 coming out this uh, Oh, Tekken man, yeah. Yeah, I think we're so, Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a crazy year for fighting game. And I'm like, I don't want to sit on on all those. I want to pick one of them and really invest my time in Street Fighter. To me, I'm not like really impressed with the visions that we're getting so far. Tekken, I'm not good enough to play Tekken. Let's be honest. So Tekken is a whole different breed. That's for sure. Yes. Um, It's the extra characters we're getting for Mortal Kombat that sold it for me. Okay. So the three extra characters that we've gotten so far, these are from an Amazon posting from Italy's version of Amazon. Craziness. Crazy. That that happened already. From the boys, Peacemaker from DC, and Omni Man from Invincible. <laughs> Dude, I'm maining Omni Man. Once that <laughs> character comes out, that's like my whole time. Like I always mean uh, my rating's my favorite. I'll always like yeah. you know when Observe the game comes me. out, learn all his combos, hundred percent. Okay, I'm good to go and move on. So mine was Spawn, but the last one. Yeah. Now it's like okay, I'm only playing a Spawn. I don't give a shit about any other character, or whatever. That's going to be the same thing here. I'm going to go with Raiden, and then it's like, okay, Omni-Man releases. I'm picking Omni-Man. But what? Nothing can ever be a secret, you know? Like, it yeah. kind of pissed me off to find out that this got leaked. But, uh, but I'm okay Amazon. with that because I'm excited <laughs> for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm really excited about this, like, Homelander. Oh, my God, dude. I love That's Homelander, gonna be. That's going to be. So, like, Sub-Zero is my, like, okay, I'm going to first master Sub-Zero, then uh, Homelander, because I can't wait to be Homelander. It's like, Cruising in, nuke somebody. His finishers are going to be so good. You know? Oh, man. Yeah, they're going to be brutal. Yeah. Oh, man. And I'm just thinking like the deaths and when it, and when it comes to Omni-Man, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, dude. And oh. just whatever has happened. And, and uh, especially the most like one of the iconic fight scenes ever, I, t- that I think to me, that first episode where he's killing all the heroes. I'm like, yes, oh, yes dude. Let me see that in Mortal Kombat, please. 
So or were you just smashing his son in the final episode too? Is like Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> damn. It's an excellent trailer. The trailer's on our website, guys. So are all the uh confirmed characters. They're gonna do this cameo thing too, where like while you're fighting, somebody can come in and help you. There's a lot more That's added cool. to this than um other Mortal Kombat, I think. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, I've heard there's gonna be a story mode. Like there might be because you remember how they did like the Sub Zero adventure game back in the day? It sounds like they're doing something um, similar to that in this too, where you can actually really? like move around as your character a little bit. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They tried that. Oh, uh, yeah. Super long time ago. Yeah. That'd be nice. To actually, I would love to see Mortal Kombat. Obviously, with a, a newer version, like nowadays, especially with the last one. Even yeah, to be like more Smash than just Brothers the fighting, because the yeah, the world is uh, that universe is amazing. I would like to see more of it than just like a versus side, you know, head to head match, really. Yeah. everybody now we have kyle coming in to talk a little bit about zelda wow and other things first off how is zelda yeah uh zelda so far has been about what i've expected but a little bit more uh it's quite the same still it's not really too drastically different from breath of the wild i think the major focus here is the new mm -hmm. elements of gameplay which we've seen with all the previews leading up to release you know with Link's new abilities, you can practically create whatever your imagination can fathom. And it does lead to some fun experimentation as well as new methods of traversal within Hyrule itself. But everything surrounding that is still essentially the same. It's basically Breath of the Wild DLC in my opinion. <laughs> it hasn't really uh, engaged me so far. How important do you think that new traversal mode is to the game it's basically left to your imagination right like you can create all these different methods of transportation as well as you know items in the world that you can fuse with your weapons to make them last longer but i feel like it doesn't really add enough overall depth to the core zelda experience i feel like it gets in the way of that and i'm probably in the minority on this so far I haven't played enough of the game to really see the full <laughs> systems fleshed out for myself. But as of right now, I'm still very early in the game. I haven't put a lot of time into it because it hasn't fully grabbed me yet. But I imagine as I play more and more and start to see the, you know, the breadth of the system, <laughs> I think it'll start to engage me more fully. <laughs> but as of right now, I feel like it's just kind of there. It's not really something I'm being forced to utilize. What about the story? How's the story so far? Much more of a narrative this time around than Breath of the Wild did. Whereas you actually have to save Zelda this time around. Whereas before she's kind of like there and engaging with you in the world. And it doesn't really feel drastically different from Breath of the Wild. It's it's hard to explain. I'm not really too far in the story, so I can't give a good verdict on that. But it seems to repeat the same strengths as Breath of the Wild before it. Okay. What parts do you think are improved from Breath of the Wild? Uh, so far, I think the graphical presentation is slightly better than Breath of the Wild. It's more fleshed out, the world itself. You have more distinctive areas this time around with the Sky Kingdom, like that really grabbed me when I first played the game. Like those areas are really fun to really sink your teeth into and explore. But once you drop back down into Hyrule itself, it's still very much the same. So it kind of feels to me like it's a glorified DLC more so than a fully fledged sequel to Breath of the Wild. But I feel like, again, I, I just don't have enough time uh -huh. to make a, final judgment yet i gotta see more so not as hyped as the internet might have <laughs> make us feel i feel like i'm missing out because everybody's so hyped about it and i'm like not playing well, it right now the thing is i'm actually enjoying world of warcraft a lot more right now than i am anything else 10.1 has been really fun for me with the new zone the new gearing system the new raid and all the new changes to mythic plus it's a really fun time to play wow right now what are some of the what are some of the bigger changes? Can you explain that to us? 
Yeah, so in 10.1, uh, they made significant changes to how you progress in gearing. So essentially now, uh, you'll collect a piece of gear, either in the world itself, or in dungeons or raids, and you can upgrade them through levels 1 through 8. Or if you're higher level, it's 1 through 5. And basically, you have to collect this new currency, which is called a flight stone. And you use that to pay for upgrades. And in addition to the flight stones, you have to get crests. And crests drop from the end of a dungeon or from a raid boss or by doing PvP activities. And in combination, you can upgrade your gear past its current level. Like you can significantly target specific pieces and upgrade those to the maximum before moving on into the next tier of content. So, for example, uh, there's Explorer, and then there's Veteran, and then there's, I believe it's called Champion, Mm -hmm. and then there's Hero Gear, which is what I'm trying to get right now, which is Heroic Level Gear. And it's fascinating, too, because once you upgrade these pieces of gear you automatically get the next transmog piece, like for the highest level. So it's really great for collecting transmog as well. Do you feel like this makes it where you don't have to do raids? Uh, Well, me personally, I love raiding in WoW. It's one of my main achievements that I go for every season. I always try to get ahead of the curve, which is defeating the entire raid on heroic difficulty, which I actually just did like two nights ago, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> Yeah, And the raid is really fun. Uh, Abris, the Shadowed Crucible, they have some really well-designed boss fights in there, and it's just really engaging to play. And as a hunter, uh, it's definitely a lot better than it was last season. Oh, you're killing me, man. I'm trying to avoid one right now. <laughs> oh, well, man. I do have to make a disclaimer. Like, if you're playing a hunter, it has to be Marksman, because that's the go-to right now. Of course Beast it is. Beast Mastery and <laughs> is not very good. <laughs> it's been nerfed to hell. And I'm hoping they get a rework in the same way as Retribution Paladins did in 10.1. But uh, (laughs) yeah, Marksman's fun. (laughs) Uh, Next week, guys, we're going to do a deep dive into BlizzCon, what we expect and stuff like that. So we'll talk more about World of Warcraft next week for sure. Uh, You've also been playing a third game, right? What was that third game you've been playing? Yeah. uh, So Outlast Trials. There it is. Came out recently in early access on Steam. Mm Mm-hmm. And my brother, he's a big fan of the series, and it was his birthday recently, so we all decided to get together, my brothers and I, and play all together in co-op mode. It's up to four players, but we played three, and it was just fine. And yeah, it's a great game. It's really fun. Uh, Think of the Saw movies, but co-op. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) It's a good way to sell it. Yeah, so basically you're you're like uh, a kidnapped person, and you're you know, messed with by this corporation that is trying to progress science, I guess. And they outfit you with all these chemicals and you have to go into these giant, uh, levels of traps and stuff and psychotic enemies and try and avoid them and complete these objectives for testing. And they're testing you to see how viable you are as a test subject. And it's very similar to other systems. Like I would say, Dead by Daylight or uh, what's another one? Maybe like Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. something like that, where it's co-op against a villain. And these stages are really detailed. Like they did a great job with the level design. It's really fun to play together and try to avoid enemies and trying to complete the objectives together. It's really fun. Good time. That sounds good. It kind of reminds me of Phasmophobia when we were playing that a little bit. Yeah, similar progression system, like you level up in experience and you get money and you can buy like customization things for your jail cell that you're housed in. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, in the lobby, you actually meet up with all the players in this bunker style lobby and you can arm wrestle each other. It's really fun. (laughs) Damn. All right. I might have to check this out. Uh, Links in the description, guys. You guys want to play? It's really fun. Um, Are you going to be playing Diablo next week? Or, you know, in a week and a half? I played the, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, the open beta. Yeah. 
and I played Necromancer to level 25 and I enjoyed it a lot. And I do plan on picking up Diablo 4, yes. Okay. So I know Scott and I are as well. I think Squeeze is too. So we'll have to all team up. And oh, nice. So we'll do a big review for that next week, guys, including... Oh, we're going to do a prep for that next week. And we're going to be talking a lot about BlizzCon because we should be buying tickets by then. Really excited for you to come to BlizzCon for the first time. Um, all right. So uh, thank you very much, Kyle. I appreciate it. Indeed. And uh, can't wait to see you at BlizzCon, man. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I'm... You know, standing by to get those tickets. I can't wait. All right, guys, moving on to the rest of the episode. All right, we're going to head into the PlayStation Showcase, and then after that, we're going to do a Fast X uh, review for the PlayStation yeah. Showcase. I think the showstopper for me, and of course, they waited for the very end to do that, is Spider Man 2. We have Craven the Hunter is going to be our yeah. main bad guy. We see that Symbiote Spider Man. Miles, we learned that it's going to be a single player game no matter what. So Miles Morales sure. and Spider is not going to work together. Um, is there anything in particular from that trailer or even the showcase in whole that you really found impressive? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll uh, uh, continue with the trailer. I think the one thing that really made me nervous, we saw a lot of Simeo Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. But do not take that away from Venom because in the, the first one, you had Venom like kind of pop out a little bit and made the noise and they all look back and they're like, oh gosh. And we saw Craven. I was like, yeah. motherfucker, do not like. I want to see Venom. I want to fight Venom. I want to. I want to be in Venom. Okay. <laughs> so I, want I think Venom. Venom's going to be the final boss. I think. I think this whole thing it's going to be kind of like how they pitched the Resident Evil game, where you're like, oh, look at this lady who's going to be really good villain. Then you kill her in the first like couple hours of the game, and then you're like, oh shit, there's much more villains. I, I think that's what's going to yeah, be happening. Yeah. I think Craven's our first guy. Village. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's I mean that's cool and and uh, hopefully this brings us back to the Spider Man one with the Peter Parker itself, yeah. For the fact that the villains that we got were uh, a a lot of villains on top of just good ones also. I didn't really feel like we got that with uh, Miles Morales, and I felt the yeah. story was really predictable in Miles Morales. Um, but yeah, let me get those Spider Man villains, man. These are the best villains in Marvel, period. So I yeah. want to see more of them. You know? And we see that we have yeah. Wraith, that Yuri from the first game is now Wraith in this game. So mm. if you guys played that all the way through, you know that Yuri basically doesn't trust the cops anymore. She was a cop. And now she's her own hero slash villain. <laughs> she does things yeah, the hard way. Yeah. And so I can't wait to either fight against her or work with her. We got Black Cat, who's from one of the DLCs. Um, yeah. I, I'm so excited for it, man. Just, just yeah. swinging around a Spider-Man in New York again is the best. I'm, I'm yeah, really happy for, for sure. All day, yeah, and and we saw that the symbiote's taking over Peter's personality, mm, which is yeah, really good. So I wonder if like yeah. halfway through the game you lose a symbiote, and then Venom's the problem, and all of a sudden like you're depowered because we see that you're like really powerful with the suit on. So I wonder mm. if you lose all your powers halfway through the game would be something crazy. That'd be cool. Yeah. Is hm. there any other games that stand out to you from the from the showcase? Yeah, let's. Uh, I'm ready to do this. Uh, the. First one is it's been so long since I played it. I even read the freaking novel of this, oh but Alan Wake two. Okay, I actually read yeah. the book of Alan Wake one. Um, this looks. I mean, obviously this has come out so long ago. The first one, right? So this really does feel like the next level of an Alan Wake game. Gorgeous. And the only thing that kind of makes me worried is that it looks like they're doing this. Um, okay, you're gonna play as Alan Wake at these points, and they're gonna play as this cop at these at this time. I'm like, okay. Hopefully that's cool. Maybe bring some more personalities to the game, but also like I, I just want to play Alan Wake, you know. Um, so we'll yeah. see if hopefully that doesn't take away from Alan himself. Um, uh, let's see. You want to keep going to what I think, and then we we'll well, talk about I what you think. Question real quick on the novel yeah. for the first one. Did it feel like a Stephen King novel? Honestly, no, because it felt better. Okay, I'm saying. Wow. That. Oh wow. Stephen King uh, annoys me for the fact that he goes too detailed into novels. I know we're getting like books down on like our book club. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> sometimes the week is a book too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think, uh, he goes too detailed into the things where it's like, I don't give a shit. Okay. So he'll, I think one time I was reading like uh, Stephen King's like short, scary stories or something like that. And I, I'll never forget about this. It's like this guy jumped over this car um, to get to the other side from cover and he probably knows in the back of his mind that he's never going to pay this car off or whatever and i'm just like who cares yeah. <laughs> so some stuff like that is just too much and obviously i know he's created some of the like greatest novels of all time whatever but alan wake uh from what i remember because this is way back when uh kept me in tune with the story to where 
I was so much into the book that I, at one point, I didn't, when I played the game the first time, I didn't beat the game. Like, I was like, no, yeah. I beat it because I read this book. Uh, so I had to go back and, like, actually live it. But I thought the, I thought it was totally fine. I was hooked into it the whole time. It was kind of an easy yeah. read also, so that was nice. I like those. Yeah. yeah. The, the game itself is super cool because it feels like you're playing in, like, a Stephen King world. Just, like, this small, yeah. like, main town or whatever. So mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the game as well. Uh, yeah. My next game that I want to make sure to shout out is the Plucky Squire. We've seen this one already announced before at another like at E3, probably the final E3. Um, it is a super dope like 2D turn 3D back and forth thing. It just looks super cool and it reminds me a lot of like a Zelda meets Cuphead hybrid. Mm, and okay, I'm, I'm okay. super hyped for that. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, I did like how uh, it was kind of like a, when it jumped into this 3D's world, it was like a like a Toy Story type thing. Like yes. you're in this uh, toy world. So I thought that was kind of cutesy. Yeah. Um let's see. Let's see. We go back and forth. I'll pick one. Yep. Um let's see. Uh yeah, I'll I'll bring them now. The the Phantom Blade Zero. Mm -hmm. That looked too good. Uh it looked <laughs> to the point where co where combat was like is this like put together or am I really doing like this crazy ass blocking slashing stuff and yeah. it kind of felt like okay, a world of Dark Elden Ring, Dark Souls, but not like that type of playstyle. Ghost of Tsushima um, a little bit, yeah. And to yeah. me, I'm like, there's no way I'm parrying fast enough to do what he's doing on screen. So right. I'm wondering if so, I'm like pressing a button and then it activates a cutscene where I'm parrying a lot. I'm worried about that. Yeah, it almost did feel like if you were at a part of a battle where you may be at the finish and you are doing the uh, fast... Uh, what is that? What do they call that? Yeah, quick time. Um, quick time, yeah, yeah. So... I was like, oh, I don't know, but I'm definitely gonna give this try. One, like I said, the the world looks amazing, um, but it just looked it looked too good in that aspect. <laughs> like, yeah. this didn't seem real, but I'm I'm hoping it is. That looks some art. Like, let, if I like I when a trailer looks too that. good for the game. <laughs> yeah, like because that's how it is. Like, yeah, okay, this is we know the limits of video games. Okay, yeah, and you're not passing it. Okay, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh shoot. Uh, all right, the next one I'm gonna give a shout out to is Assassin's Creed Mirage. I am buying the collector's edition on this already now. Because oh, I cannot wait to go back to classic Assassin's Creed where I'm in a city and stealthing some bitches. Like, I cannot yeah. wait for that. And the fact yeah. that, like, at one point the guy's like, oh, you need to go kill that dude. You could go this way or you can go that way. And I'm like, that's Assassin's Creed. Finally, yeah. we're back at it. So um, Seriously. we talked about it before, but Ubisoft's basically going to divide the Assassin's Creed franchise into two where they're going to have their big, fat open world games like they've been doing with Valhalla and Odyssey and stuff like that. And then they're going to have the other branch, which is going back to the old school ways with Ezio's story and the original games and stuff like that. So we're going to have two different branches, and this is the first one that's going into that old-school branch. I am buying the Kalitas edition on this, and I really hope I get a cool Assassin trophy. I'm excited to be excited about Assassin's Creed again, if that makes sense. So. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's been a long time uh, sin uh, since, but yeah, it sucks that it has to be two different branches, right? You can't just be in the middle and make one great, like, fucking thing. Um... My thing is, I spent a lot of time in Valhalla, and I still not beat it. Um, yeah. It's just too much, man. It's too much. Like, yeah, damn, I know that's crazy to say. I know people want their money's worth and stuff like that. I'm playing Zelda. But it's just <laughs> like, damn. Like, I don't know. Like, it's not... It's just too much of a game. Because it was to the point where I got up to, like, Valhalla itself, and you're like, oh my gosh, that feels like a game in itself. But, yeah. like, now I'm going back to, the like, you know, Earth or whatever the hell. And I'm still doing that. It's like, I'm really pushing hard to just try to get to the story. Um, I do like, you know, the fighting and the raiding, but also, yeah, hell yeah, man. I miss just, I, I miss wearing the white cloak and being an assassin. Which you see um, him. He looks like, he looks like the old school assassins again. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. And I hope like uh, we could venture off. That's not just a... Uh, always has to feel in the same story or timeline. Like, yeah. uh, I know we're going back to... Um, um like the middle east right um this is going to be in baghdad like from yeah. the first one yeah okay um i hope that that we're not locked into that because that's like oh that's all we know we always have to go back there and go to the times of when the assassin's creed one came out so uh because i would like to have that same feeling like a valhalla storyline or you know yeah, i would like to see the china else, you know? at some point like we had yeah, a china side yeah, scroller yeah. but i would like to actually see one of these games in china for sure. yeah for sure for sure so Hopefully we're not locked in there. But yeah, that looks, that looks cool. I don't know if I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check out how long it takes to beat it first. You can watch me play. And then yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'll watch you play. There you go. Streaming on Dude, the Facebook. 
so like yeah geek uh, um, <laughs> um i was gonna say geek Freeze. god of war jedi survivor guys is so incredibly good i'm actually playing through the plus game i've never played game plus before this is my first time doing it just because oh, i was nice. like i fucking loved that story so much that i really want it to be a disney plus thing plus i just kind of want to experience the game again and and the combat and everything. so i'm cool with the game being 20 min 20 hours now before i was like give me that 200 hours and i still sometimes i want that like world of warcraft i have literally years on yeah um, for sure but but man that star wars was so good and i'm hoping it's like that i want give me like 20 25 30 hours and then like give me that plus option or give me dlc something like that i'm cool with that i think that's what we're gonna yeah. do with this and i'm cool with that i don't need and that's what's like you know 70 hours yeah that, and that's what's like memorable i mean these like the story games that are like a 20 hour game like the first spider-man that's still always like locked in my head because it was so good or um what i just uh beat recently that was like took me that same time damn whatever and i i, I believe i beat something that was like 15 hours and i thought it was amazing yeah. um and now i'm drawing a blank but uh it's like man just be focused on that and your game will live on you know yeah like I, 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 every game turning into this open world is just it's just too much man it's just too and much it's like too. the metal gear it's like the metal gear right mm-hmm. um i enjoyed the last metal gear um i never finished it because it was just massive but i really enjoyed it but not with a metal gear remake being made like going to the, maybe the next one uh conversation i remember it uh, like going back and they're redoing it and snake eater was one of the greats right so oh, yeah. uh it just kind of proves i get that it doesn't have to be it, it doesn't have to be this massive game every single time yeah and yeah. You remember the story a lot more too when it's because I don't, I bet hey, you don't remember yeah. the snake. I, I bet you remember the snake eater story more than you remember the latest story. Just like I can't, yeah. I couldn't tell you anything from the last like however many Assassin's Creed games. Man. We all know the Ezio story. We all know, you know, yeah, the yeah. Story, same thing. So that's funny because I don't remember too much of what happened in the last one. Yeah, but I remember Snake Eater being at the at the in the jungle and specific enemies that he had to fight or specific yeah. bosses. That's funny that you say that. I've only got one uh, more, sure. but how, what's your next one? Oh, uh, man, I'm going to go off the rails. Are we ready for some Five Nights at Freddy? Oh, <laughs> oh one to two, baby. <laughs> so uh, I've held one to one, just ready uh, to get back on. So um, I think this is going to be a spot. We're going to see a spike in this for sure, especially with the movie yeah. coming out. Um, so Freddy's going to be the the top dog uh, for the month of October. Uh, I can't wait for the merch, baby. Let's let's get some uh five nights of freddy movie merch out there because i'm ready to buy okay oh so. i'm so glad i didn't get into this franchise much because <laughs> i don't have the money to be buying merch like that <laughs> oh man let's like let's see the the i know i brought this up before my five nights of freddy the silver eyes book i'm at 80 percent completed and i'm like man i'm reading this i'm like i'm just excited for the movie this, this is, is you know like i said club. this is yeah <laughs> i'm just like this is not our uh you know kid-friendly freddy so i'm excited to see this one on the big screen but yeah I'm, I'm ready for this one i think with the movie coming out and this being released i'm going to be up in freddy fever you know, <laughs> freddy so, yeah <laughs> so yeah i'll have to check it out i brody's one that played it a lot and i'd, I'd watch him play and so he'd uh-huh. get like scared over everything it was funny to watch yeah but uh, i'll have to check it out that's funny uh my big thing next one is i want to talk a little bit about the new playstation uh it's like project q it's going to be their handheld and some clarification on this. So it does look super clean. I got to give them that. And I, I'm a current Steam Deck owner and everything like that. Current because I'm going to be selling that motherfucker. Um, oh, we got to get into <laughs> that then. I want to hear yeah. that. Okay. So this is going to be streaming from your PS5. And you could currently already do that on your phone or PC. Like a lot of my PlayStation games, I play here on my PC because then I'm on Discord bullshit with friends. So keep that in mind. So it's an eight inch screen. The big selling point to me is it comes with the actual controller on the, each side of it. I think that's, I was wishing that this would like be a, a controller adapter they were making for your cell phone, but that's not the case. It's its own thing. What do you think the price point should be for this thing? Because remember, if it's streaming from your PS5, it probably can't leave your house. Yeah. So, um, we don't have a price point, right? We don't okay, have a price point yet. I'm going to make a guess and I'm probably going to be right. I still think this is going to be like 350 bucks. Oh my God! There's no way. I think this way is gonna be more it. of a switch. Yeah, I think it's gonna be more of a switch, and it, it's stupid that it will be. But that's my yeah. prediction. More than a I, switch. Uh, let me change it up then. How much would okay. you bother spending on this thing? I'll I'll start oh, off with like dude. I'm not gonna spend over a hundred bucks on this. 
Easy. Yeah, not over 100. The fact that, like, uh, what I could do right now, basically, you made a machine, which has already been made. Okay, it's called the Switch. Made a machine to where if I wanted to undock it to go and take a shit, that's what this is. Right? <laughs> so, like, if I did, if I was too much into it and I didn't want to stop, like, okay, that's what this is. You need it on your PS5. So you can't even be connected uh, to Wi-Fi at a hotel or whatever yeah. um, to use this thing. This thing is complete worthless. So this thing is only worth if it's streaming from your PS5. So even if you're like, hey, I want to have my child go play. the. He wants to play a PS5 game. Okay, well, take this. I'm going to play on the station itself. You probably can't do that. You can't right? do that because, because it's, it's literally using the remote play because I, I use yeah. the remote play. It's an yeah. app on your phone. Like little, I have a I have a, a mount that goes on my Xbox controllers because Xbox can do this as well. The Xbox controllers and the PS5 controllers, and I mount my phone onto it. It's literally mm. this exact thing. It's just not made by PlayStation, and it does the same. Yeah, it's so, it's it's a worthless piece of device. It's it basically like how much are you willing to spend and be like, fuck my PlayStation in the living room? I just want to lay in bed and play my PS5. Yeah, that's how much how much are you willing to pay for that? Right, for me, for me. I, I I play it when I do use the, the uh, PS remote thing on my phone. It's because I'm going to be watching Netflix or something like that. So I'll have Netflix yeah. on and then I'm playing God of War on my phone. Yeah. All right. So now, Squeaks, you went and watched Fast X. Can you tell us more about it? Uh, yeah. So Fast X is like the last couple of Fast X. Can we do spoilers or no spoilers? You know what? I have a feeling it doesn't matter. <laughs> so go Dog for it. I'm not a response to that one, but okay. You're like, nobody gives a fuck. Just saying. Well, just because I'm like, I'm pretty sure somebody yeah, won a race. And there was probably a car involved. <laughs> was somebody okay, fast, okay, maybe okay. even furious. <laughs> Damn. No, it's just fast now. Nobody's furious anymore. Oh, no. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So I did see this. I don't know why. Um, but recently I was like, you know what? I'm going to splurge all the Fast and Furious movies. So, oh, that's, so that's what it got me into. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I literally, every time I get in the car, I'm bro, family. And I punch that bitch every time. So one of these days I'm going to get in an accident. Okay. Oh, uh, man. In a ditch. Uh, but, I'd be, but after Fast X, I would be lying if I did not feel like I should be in a Fast movie. And <laughs> like just driving it recklessly. Okay. I don't recommend yeah. So anyway. All right, so I saw this movie, and it's like all the other recently fast movies that's been coming out, okay? To the point where you got your over-the-top action, okay? Which I could deal with, right? We see a lot mm -hmm. of action movies. We watch a lot of superhero movies. Totally fine. If shit seems a little too uh, much, whatever, right? Don't recommend them going into space again. Hopefully, that's not going to happen. Hopefully, not again. Yeah. Uh, but they do... There was one scene where... Uh, you know, without going too much into detail, a bomb is a massive ball. Indiana Jones ball it can wreck in the town, and we've it's seen a it bomb. in all the ads. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I, I yeah. didn't probably watch too much trailers. Uh, if I already know, I want to go see the movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that happens. Vin Diesel's trying to stop it with his car. Gets in front of it. Does whatever. Does some crazy shit to try to stop it. Fine. Cool. Whatever. I'm fine with that. Okay. Not like the last ones where you know, um, the space, for instance. That's a little. Come on now. You know. Yeah. Like this is is this a Marvel movie? Segway. This shit is a Marvel movie now. Okay, this shit's superhero movies. Okay. Man, where do I start? Um Jason Momoa. I want to know how is Jason Momoa related to other okay. characters and is he good? Jason Momoa brought something different to the Fast franchise. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, which was not ex which was not expected. So this is my take on him. In the beginning, okay, in the past we've gotten big villains like tough guys or whatever. In the beginning of the movie, that's how I thought this was feeling. Turns out Jason Momoa is more of a Joker villain, okay? Ooh. He's more kind of ditzy-ish vibe of like, uh, say, Joaquin Phoenix when he was really getting his Joker high dancing on the stairs. That's what I Jason see. Momoa was the whole time. And I'm not sure how much I actually liked it, though, because That seems that's like a different. good pitch, though. That seems like something I would be, because it is so different than what you're used yeah. to. Yeah. And it is, and that's why I accepted it with this franchise because that's something that the fans franchise has never done before. It didn't happen when Cena, um, what was uh, the? They're usually like a, a buff at one point was a guy, bad guy. Exactly him. They're all hard guys, hardcore kind of guys. So this guy flipped it to where when he means business, he means business. But at the same time, at one point 
he's talking to two guards that he killed, but he taped their faces up to look like they're alive and smiling. And he's sitting there painting his nails and acting like a fool while they're all on lawn chairs. And he's talking to them, talking to himself. That's kind you know, of stuff awesome. Like that. That's actually yeah, making yeah. me want to see this now. So, <laughs> so that's what I was saying. I've accepted that, which was weird to me, but I've accepted like, okay, we never had a villain like this. So he lives, it seems like he's going to be the villain for the, this, tri- this ending trilogy. Yeah. Um, he's not gone. It actually ended to where uh, a huge cliffhanger where shit's happening and it just stops. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we knew, it's no secret, we knew that this was going to be a trilogy, whatever, anyway. So, back to the Marvel references, okay? So, or DC, whatever you want to be. <laughs> We're too much technology where it just feels ridiculous, okay? It's over where past Kingsman and 007, it's past that. And Ask I'm saying Kingsman is a big statement right there. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Okay. And I was thinking of 007 the whole time in my head when I'm watching this movie. And the reason why I say that is that it's 007 has a lot of crazy gadgets and shit of like course. that, whatever. But yeah. it feels contained, it feels controlled, and it feels clean to that whatever 007 is. This one is just like, like yeah. it's just it's just too much. And someone like I don't know, man. It's it's just it's just out there. It's too out there. Too much. Right, too much. So was this movie not good because it was too far out there? No, because they, I feel like they toned it down from the last one. Um, my, I'll just say it. My my review is like a six out of ten. Okay. 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 And big. Um, so I'm pretty mad about um this movie. Uh, but some of it was a little ridiculous, like the like uh, these controlling RC cars that pop smoke or whatever. But it just seemed like this RC car that Ludacris was controlling was trying to pop smoke under a big truck to like daze the drivers in the truck. But it was like, okay, a wire shot up into this car. It felt like to do that, to make that happen. So it wasn't like, oh, well, if you could have just like did an EMP blast or something with the yeah. RC car and something stopped. It was, it was, it, it's like the next level. That's, all, that's the best way I can see it. Nobody dies anymore. Gal Gadot showed up at the end and I'm just like, you fell off of a runway of a moving airplane from what I remember. What the shit, bro? But they already bought back, um, uh, you know, I'm a horrible name, so whatever, dude. The cast is so much now, I don't know who's who now. That's the thing, if right? They, brought, they were bringing back a lot of the dead characters. and Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot of characters over 10 movies. <laughs> so. Exactly. Family, bro. So anyway, <laughs> um, J- uh, Jason Stamos makes an appearance in, or no, not Jason Stamos. Jason Statham. Statham. Um, uh, makes an appearance and he, then he's off. So it's like, okay, then you go back, you know, this is a trilogy. We're going to get some time from everyone else. Right. Yeah. So he went off to do something cause he's pissed off about, I think the, uh, someone's chasing his mother now. Bob's his mother's our target. Like yeah. Yeah. Bam! Spoiler. So after all of this beef with Dwayne Johnson, yeah, probably cause, uh, black Adam was shit. All of this beef <laughs> with Dwayne Johnson, he shows up like a superhero movie. Mid credit scene, you know the villain Momoa is like. Uh, there's a SWAT team that comes in this uh, building. They're going after Momoa's character, and uh, there's a room there, and it's uh, uh, there's a cell phone in a big room. This one SWAT member goes off, veers off, clearing the room, uh, and he's the on the phone is talking to that specific SWAT member, right? Then you start seeing images like Dwayne Johnson. And then, bam, turns around, takes his mask off. The Rock is back in the franchise movie. And the reason why I'm getting loud right now. The reason why I'm sorry to those listening and just lost their speakers. (laughs) And and the massive spoiler. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. So, yeah. Uh, We're going to be getting more early screenings, guys. So just a heads up on that. We're going to try to release those episodes ASAP. uh, Thanks to GoFobo screenings. Um, Thomas and Squeaks. Squeaks lives the closest to the one that does it up here. So I'm sure he'll be doing most of that for us because he's awesome like that. Um, what's the next movie you're watching early? Uh, yeah, I'm excited to say that I'm watching Transformers. And I got to say, Rise of the Beast. I'm excited. I'm excited finally for another Transformers movie. Yeah. You know, one thing that Michael Bay did right was make these characters look amazing. And they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I'll probably go in and be like, fuck, that was Michael Bay's work, right? That's yeah. <laughs> like we know. That Bumblebee but movie no, was really good. And this is a continuation of that one. So, But... Michael Bay didn't direct the Bumblebee movie. So, we'll see. 
No. We'll see. What do we got confirming the Michael Bay? Uh, is he? Is he? He's doing Rise of Beast, right? Uh, I don't uh, know. It does feel like him, actually. Google. Uh, let's check this out. Uh, let's check this out right now. Uh, no, it's not. It's a uh, Stephen Apple Jr. What did he do? And he did do the. And he did do the Bumblebee movie. And he did do the Last Night. Oh fuck! He did a lot of the Transformers. And he did. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Let's check him out. Let's check him out. Let's see. Uh, he did do Creed 2, which I have not seen, but Creed I'm a big fan. Uh, Creed 2, I've seen parts of it, but I haven't fully through, so I need to through see it, so I do need to see that. He probably um, did like cinematography, because I know that, that one wasn't directed by him. Let's see. He wasn't involved with Bumblebee 1, it looks like, but he was involved. He is going to be involved with Bumblebee 2, which I didn't know that was going to be a thing. Did it, I? So. Yeah, so we'll see. I'll give it a chance. Anything well, on Michael Bay? Yeah, we'll check it out. Okay, so we're going to... Yeah. Our goal is to give an early reaction to that ASAP. For and sure. And do a full review at some point, too. So just kind of yeah. keep that in mind, guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know we're on the short list for Flash as well. I actually missed Fish. it by like half an hour. <laughs> I was going to yeah. watch it last week, and I missed it like by half an hour. So we'll hopefully get that one early as well. I'm not like excited to see that movie, but if I'm going to get free tickets for it, then I'm more excited about it. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll go from there. Weeks before we head out, let's get your recommendation for the week. What do you got? All right, recommendation of the week. Uh, shit, man, I'm I'm pretty much stuck on a. Unfortunately, you already heard the review. Uh, Breath of the Wild, right? I think the I, you don't have to tell you. Tears. Oh, God dang! Sorry, that's the whole like Overwatch. That's the uh, Overwatch <laughs> fucking disease that has right now. You think you're playing the same game almost, but no, it's much better. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. So, um, ah, oh, man, that's that. I can't think of anything. Uh, Advance Wars. I Advance War. Advance Wars One Plus Two Boot Camp. Have right? you been playing that, dude? I thought about you. I played it, and I'm just like, "Where's the ocean at, man? We got to be on the beach, just, just yeah, passing the controller around, man." Uh, I have been playing it. It's it's really the obviously the graphics are you know just I'm thinking way back in the day, right? Right. Uh, have a huge improvement. I love just being uh just thinking about our time together playing it, and the fact that it's like. I'm putting my own story of troops like in my mind when I'm going to attack one another. Yeah. Like, all right, guys, we're on the cliff. Let's go. And next thing you know, oh, we're all wiped out. <laughs> so, I know, like, obviously, like, Tears of the Kingdom has been overshadowing anything that's coming out for Nintendo, really. Yeah. But if you have the opportunity and you want something different and a little break, Advanced Warfare. Oh, my God. Advanced Wars 1 and 2. Uh, I highly recommend. Yeah. That's a really good one. That's a good. That's a good one. Uh, my suggestion to you guys is a book called How to Lose the Time War. Um, hmm. TikTok suggested this to me, this book. Like, mm-hmm. and guys, it, it's this whole thing where it's like a book came out in 2019. Some random dude, I think his name's like Bigelow something, suggested the book, and then everybody started buying it, and it's blowing up all of a sudden. So I'm like, let me check yeah. out this book. It's 230 pages. It's not that big. Not I'm gonna nice. give you a quick elevator pitch on this, okay? It's a love story, but it's sci-fi. So there's two different timelines. We're in the future. There's like a cyberpunk future mixed with Matrix. And then there's a future over here that's like all nature based where everybody's like could share their thoughts with trees and shit like that. Right. Mm. Agents from both futures go back into the past to ensure their future happens. And they have a treaty to where they can't interact amongst each other at all. Any other agents, but they'll change things in history. For example, if you're from the cyberpunk future, maybe you go back and you're like, look, I'm going to move Abraham Lincoln over one seat so he doesn't get shot. And then if you're from the other one, you're like, well, oh shoot, I need him. So I'm going to go back into the past and make it to where, you know, John Wilkes Booth gets there 15 minutes early so he could see where Lincoln's at and move himself over another foot so he could shoot him instead. And so this whole thing. Now, the two best agents, Red and Blue, start talking shit to each other through letters. So Blue leaves a letter behind like, we're going to win this war. You really suck at your job. And then Red starts doing it back. And then they start realizing how much they have in common. And then they fall in love. And now Mm. they're sharing love notes while they're assassinating or doing like one person's like, uh, hanging out with Genghis Khan, trying to ex- explain how to siege a certain ta- cow- ca- ca- castle or whatever. And um, Blue's like, oh yeah, I remember hanging out with Genghis Khan when he was a kid. We were friends. We used to watch the stars together. And now all of a sudden they realize that their bosses are watching them closer. And so they're trying to hide notes secretly while also avoiding their the future bosses and stuff. It's incredible, guys. So check it uh. out. Each The structure is so interesting. So like the first half of each chapter is about like you know, again, trying to help Kangas Khan develop a new siege engine. Second half is finding a note carved into a tree that has been carved over the years because time's not a problem for them at all. So, like, Blue would carve a word, let the tree go over that word, carve the next word in the paragraph, 
and just like so that way they have to go like read through the whole thing it's incredible so check it out no, guys uh, it's called how to lose the time war so good how to lose the time war okay so they're they're trying to ensure their future works right yes uh, but, uh, but wouldn't it already have been worked if that's there in the future that's the thing is they're going so they kind of like live so far down the line that like it would take dramatic changes to fix to change it and then so mm -hmm. they go they call it up thread or down thread but they go basically back in time just to adjust things to make to ensure that it happens and while the other one's doing the opposite and it's just this whole like weaving and they call it like braiding and unbraiding so like the bottom of the braid still in con still connected when you're unbraiding something okay. and so they just got to make sure that to braid it the right way for them to win out okay it's, it's such a wicked story so. yeah okay okay and it's actually written by two authors each author picks a character to write for oh okay Dang. yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> so i'll check funny. this out i'm gonna check this out yeah hmm. that's it for us this huh. week guys okay. thank you very much for joining us again next week we're gonna be focusing on world of warcraft and blizzard and diablo and getting you all prepped for diablo if you guys are looking forward to diablo like the rest of us we're gonna be playing in discord uh june 6th that's the official release date not the pre-order release date uh we're gonna be hanging out in discord doing that so if you want to hang out with us and uh let us know what character you're gonna be playing so we can kind of synergize that let us know <laughs> and that'd be good we'll see you guys later bye